Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shekhinah. This is a podcast that is offered for us on this ascension journey to support us in remembering, awakening, integrating, and embodying the infinite light of our soul. The infinite light of Shekhinah, the Holy Spirit, the Divine Feminine Presence. I am your host. My name is Aria. I am a Reiki master, energy and sound healer, and an ordained Magdalene priestess, and I am your guide on this journey of ascension. And in this episode, we are going to go over the energies of this full moon in Aries that is happening at six degrees. So let's dive in and see what we're working with. So this full moon is happening in the sign of Aries on Friday, September 29th at 5.57 a.m. That is Eastern Standard Time. So it is happening sometime at almost 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And full moons are really powerful because the moon is representing our emotional world, our psyche, our soul incarnated. So the moon, when it is full, it affects our emotions. It affects the waters in our body, just as it affects the tides on earth. So it's a very powerful time for us to allow the cosmic frequencies to illuminate what is going on in our lives. And this moon is happening at six degrees of Aries. And six is a number that is associated with harmony, with cosmic beauty. It is the number of the heart chakra. And it is about love, pure love, unconditional love, healing of the family. And it's about our arc line and connecting to our soul. It's the number of the Shekinah. It is about, it is connected to Mother Mary, and it's also about awakening our power to heal. So it's a very, very powerful number, and it's happening at six degrees zero. So basically, it's six degrees. Um, And it's a powerful time. So it's when the sun is in Libra. So Libra is all about harmony, justice, fairness, equality. Libra is about bringing emotional balance. Libra is about relationships. Libra is the we, while Aries is the I. Aries is very individualistic, a fire starter, the often very headstrong. It'll be the first one running to the finish line because that's simply that Aries energy. It's very fiery, masculine, yang, let's get shit done, driven, very strong energy. So we are in this polarity. We are balancing between the feminine, Libra, and the masculine. We are harmonizing our emotions with our mind, spirit, and the body 
And this is the dance that is happening right now. We are being asked to heal those parts of ourselves that are in separation because Libra is Libra is the portal of Tishrei and Tishrei is about the law of light. And the law of light, the law of Nukhra in the Aramaic cosmology has to do with our decision, our commitment to choose to embody our light. And by light, this is the light of creation, the light of our soul. And the more light we can carry, the more that we can fulfill our mission, our soul's contract, our destiny. And by honoring the cycles, by learning how to work with the energy of the cosmos, the energy that we are being bathed in, we can better navigate our own inner world. We can better navigate life and learn how to manage our how to chart the course of our destiny. That's the image that just came in. So it's a very it's a very fortuitous time. It is we still have that beautiful grand trine of Earth. We have Pluto in Capricorn retrograde. We have Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus conjunction and we have mercury in virgo so there is a lot of energy for us to ground our manifestations so if you set your intentions on the virgo new moon well i mean that's a very fortuitous time to set your intentions when the moon is is new however you can set intentions at any point in time that you feel called to do so so don't feel like, you know, you have to do things only on a new moon. No, when you're ready to make a change, that's when you do it. So the new moon, it just added that amplified layer of healing. So what that is bringing to this Libra portal is a healing, a profound healing of our heart. And so in Egyptian cosmology, when we die, we are taken um, Anubis takes us to the other side and on the other side our heart is weighed against the feather of Ma'at and Ma'at is the goddess of truth of justice of balance of harmony she keeps the cosmic order and if your heart is heavier than the feather then a great beast or crocodile hippopotamus looking monster is waiting to devour your heart However, if your heart is lighter than the feather or weighs the same as the feather, then you basically are granted passage into the afterlife. And that's kind of like mythology, I know. And, you know, no one wants to be devoured by the monster. However, it, it really serves, the story serves to remind us of the importance of understanding how to let go of what is dense and what is heavy on your heart. So if we all hold on to heaviness in our heart, it just happens with the course of living. 
with the course of loving and perhaps losing that loved one with the the course of heartbreak, of betrayal, of, you know, of all kinds of injustices that happen. So it's very, it's very probable that we're holding on to excess denseness and heaviness around our heart. Anywhere that we don't want to forgive, anywhere that we are resentful, anywhere we feel we're wronged, we've been wronged, and we want to hold on to that. This person wronged me, so I'm not going to forgive them because in forgiving them, somehow I'm justifying what they did to me. We're misunderstanding, in that case, we're misunderstanding what forgiveness is. Forgiveness isn't an absolution of the other person's actions. It's not a, you know, a check mark, hey, dude or gal, whatever, you know, good job on screwing me over. Um, That's not it at all. The thing is, when it comes to being wronged, we come into this world, we have a soul contract. We've signed on to incarnate and to live out certain experiences. Now, we haven't signed up to basically, not everything is written. What is written is the broad strokes of the journey, how we will respond to whatever challenges or whatever actions happen in our life. That's where our free will comes in. We can choose to go in the direction of our mission. We can choose to go in the direction of our light and creation and in and embodiment and fulfillment and joy and happiness, or we can choose to ignore the signs and we can choose to continue down the rabbit hole of suffering, of feeling lost and feeling, and basically giving our power away, being in a lack of sovereignty. We can choose that. We can choose to feel disempowered. And you may say, well, you know, there are real, real circumstances under which people really are being disempowered and disenfranchised. I'm like, yes, there are. Absolutely. However, those people did sign a soul contract to come in and live out. They, they chose to play out those circumstances so that at some point they may awaken to their infinite power, to the fact that they themselves are infinite, that they are soul, that they are created in the image of the creator. So they have the power to create and chart a new destiny at any point in time. So from that point perspective, we have, we have a responsibility to embody our light as, as brilliantly as possible. So we can shine a light for those people who still are under the delusion and the illusion that they are powerless. Because while Aries is the I am and is about the ego, Libra is about the harmony, the balance, the justice. And in the harmonizing of these two frequencies is where we are in our power. Because we are not being ruled by our ego. We are not letting our ego run the show. We are allowing our soul to guide us. We are allowing the divine to flow through us by choosing to embody more light, 
by choosing to do the work, the inner work, to transmute, to alchemize, to purify all that is dense and stagnant in our hearts and in our energetic bodies. And that is the gift that we have. We have the ability at any point in time to be, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get on my work. I'm going to do what I need to do so I can transcend this circumstance that is causing me suffering, that is causing me grief. At any point in time, we can transcend that. We can stop playing into the patterns and the karmas and the traumas and stop living from those spaces of lack, of fear, of limitation, of separation, of anxiety, of doubt, of, of hopelessness. Because wherever we are in separation, wherever we don't honor our power, wherever we don't see our oneness, we are separating ourselves from the divine. We are separating ourselves from God, Goddess Allah. We are creating more of that distortion and that delusion and we're perpetuating that in our experience because we have to understand. So Libra portal, Libra is ruled by Venus, the Aramaic letter Pe created Venus and the Aramaic letter Lamed created Libra. Lamed is the whip, the whip that removes delusion and illusion. And really, so any thoughts that are repetitive that seek to undermine your oneness, your sovereignty, your power, those all in this portal can be whipped away. Like we can choose to rewire our neurons, the neurons in our brain, our brain hemispheres. We can choose to create new pathways through which we can express and create. But that involves a commitment to ourselves, to our soul, to embodying our light. So, and that commitment isn't always easy. It's not always easy. When people are trying you and testing you, it's not always easy to be like, to take a, take a breath, take a breath and slow down and really ask yourself, hmm, do I need to react in this combative way? Do I need to continue to feel hopeless and like this, my desire is never going to happen? Or can I choose a different route? Can I, in this moment, create a different reality? And uh -huh, this is why my throat is giving me an issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. And how do we create a different reality? We start speaking and purifying our throat chakra. We start opening our heart and letting go of the denseness there. And we start activating and purifying the waters of our creation. Because the heart, the womb, and the throat are connected. The throat and the womb are one. The heart just alchemizes and allows us to fuse the cosmic frequencies with our waters of creation. So you have the ability and the power to be sovereign 
to create that harmony and that spiritual beauty in your life, that lightness of being, that energy. You have the power to embody a frequency that is magnetic, that is loving, that is expressive and expansive and one of constant growth and evolution and expansion. I mean, right now, Uranus and Jupiter. So Jupiter, the planet of expansion, Uranus, the planet of Kundalini awakenings. They're, they're conjunct in Taurus. So it's all about the, the physical realm, like our body. How are we transforming and transmuting our physicality? And to transmute our physicality is to embody more light. When, our, when we activate our energetic body, our light body, then we start to really purify each one of these energetic centers and hold and anchor more light. And the more brilliantly we shine, the more that we give others permission to shine as well. And the other thing I want to say is sometimes fiery Aries can be very quick to judge. And Libra can be very slow to form a judgment because Libra doesn't want to get attached to an outcome. (laughs) Meanwhile, Aries doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Aries will just go and come up with a snap judgment and doesn't give a fuck. So during this portal, seek to create harmony and balance and alignment between the desire to come to a snap conclusion and judgment and maybe take a step back or two and attempt to look at a situation from a higher perspective, from a perspective of more inclusiveness, more a holistic aspect. I mean, Mercury is in Virgo. So Mercury right now has that tendency to be really analytical and overthink things. So you don't want to overthink things. But you do want to employ this energy of Earth planets to anchor in the frequencies that you are wishing to embody. So it's really, at this time, it's all about transformation, about transcendence, about balancing and harmonizing. Maybe it's not so much balancing because balance is, is something that we're always working on. It's more of an alignment. Are we aligning to that which brings us closer to our desires or are we aligning with something that depletes us of our, of our fire, of our, of our inner flame, that flame of our soul? Are we feeding it or are we extinguishing it? This is, these are the questions for this portal. Are we allowing what needs to be illuminated in our life to be seen? Or are we keeping our eyes tightly shut so we can't see? And it's really important at this point in time for us to allow ourselves to perceive clearly. Because look, whatchamacallit, Neptune Sucker still retrograde in Pisces. 
So there, there can be a lot of distortion and delusion in the field. However, if we slow down, and it comes back to slowing down, if we slow down, we can perceive the true nature of what is going on and whether or not it's in alignment with our soul or not. And if it's not, let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Because it's not, it's not worth it. Venus is hanging out in Leo. Venus is happy. Because Venus is shining. But this cycle really is all about developing our spiritual beauty, our harmony, cultivating harmony and joy, and really asking ourselves where we need to liberate denseness from our heart where we need to let go of the chains that bind us. Because look, okay, so the sun is in the first house. So the sun is in the first house, but it's in Libra. And the, the moon is in the seventh house in Aries. So it's definitely the, it's the I versus the we. And then we are also in eclipse season. And the nodes are at, where are the nodes? Let me look at this. Aries and Libra. So this is a very powerful time for purifying our relationships. And there is no, there is, when it comes to relationships, everything is a contract. You signed up to experience certain things and you signed up to transcend your own limitations through those experiences. Relationships really are what can shift your life in the quickest way. So when you can recognize your patterns in relationship, whether it is a tendency to not value the other person or a tendency to place an overemphasis on that person's value and attribute to them gifts and qualities that really they don't possess, but you want to see the best in them. It's, it's still the, the underlying tendency. So it's about figuring out what the underlying tendency of that relationship pattern is and getting to the root cause of why, why, that situation is showing itself. And just because, let's just say that you haven't had a situation, a heartbreak in a very long time or been cheated on or whatever, doesn't matter what the situation is. Like you thought you broke through it. Sometimes the universe brings us the same challenge so we can see how we have evolved and sometimes we'll go and we'll play in those muddy waters. Sometimes we won't. But again, it's the letting go of the judgment, letting go of the need to be right. Because that's, that's an Aries thing. Aries always thinks they're right and everything that only they have the answer. Only they know what to do. And Libra is more collective and harmonious. So 
let's not fall into the trap of thinking that there's only one way to do things. There is not only one way to do anything, much less a relationship, which is all Libra, Venus domain. It is, it is a beautiful opportunity for us to really reassess how we treat ourselves. Because again, the most important relationship we have is the relationship with ourselves. So if we are in a situation where we do not feel valued, we do not feel loved, we feel incredibly disrespected and disavowed, etc. Where are you treating yourself in that manner? Where are you not setting up proper boundaries and letting people do that to you? My favorite thing was, oh God, definitely feels like two or three lifetimes ago but I used to have the worst luck in relationships after my ex-husband I oh god I I've certainly fucking picked winners until I picked my ex and he Henry and he was lovely and then somehow all of my growth and all of my evolution went out the window when I met asshole number 992 um, in LA. And that was the, the worst toxic relationship. It was basically every single toxic relationship I had before Henry rolled up into one giant piece of shit. And I chose this. Don't get it twisted. I completely take responsibility for the fact that I chose this mess of a human being and attributed to him characteristics that he definitely did not possess. But I did it and I kept, I remained in that relationship because I truly felt, well, I've invested so much of my time, three years at this time. And this was actually, when it was one year, I was like, well, I've been in this for a year. When it was two years, well, I've been in this for two years. When it was three, I've been in this for three years. You know, and I've invested money in his stupid project and I don't want to lose that money. So I basically began like keeping score of like, oh, well, if I let go now, then I definitely have wasted all of this time. If I had let go at a year and a half, oh my God, I would have, I would have saved so much money. I would have, I would have been so much happier. But again, my soul, because I'm stubborn and I don't want anybody to tell me how to do whatever. I persisted in a relationship way past its expiration date when, where I was emotionally abused, psychologically abused, gaslit. It was a, it was a hot mess, financially abused. Like this sucker didn't fucking pay for a goddamn thing. And I'm not that kind of girl. I I have no idea who the hell or what took over, but that is not me. And I, I chose this. So when I woke up doing my spiritual work and expanding in my spiritual work from, from taking it to the next level, I really had to look at myself and be like, oh, all right, you let this happen. Why'd you let this happen? And And I had to forgive myself for putting myself in that situation 
And that was the hardest part, forgiving myself. I was so pissed. And what's funny is I wasn't even really pissed at him. I was pissed at me. I was furious that after everything, all the years I've lived, everything I've done, all of my experience, all of my worldliness, I allowed this motherfucker to bring me to that level. I was pissed at myself. I was furious. And I had to, I had to let go of my anger towards myself, my disillusion, my, my feeling of, of, ugh, I wasted time. Because the thing is, you never waste time. Because we really don't exist in a, in a linear world. We exist in a circular time. So yes, I spent three years in a horrible relationship. Gr- granted, horrible, I know, is depends on the circumstances. But for me, it was a horrible situation. For me, it was a very painful situation. And it took a lot of a lot of healing of my heart to allow my, myself to open up. But when I made the decision on a new moon and I wrote down every single characteristic that my new man was going to have, how I was going to be treated, how I was going to feel loved and nurtured and nourished and how I went, I wrote like four or five pages of what, need, what needed to be in place this person's way of being, way of speaking, way of engaging in the world, all of it. And I think within a year, I was, I was in a new relationship and I've never, I've never been happier. And I've, I've never felt so loved and so cherished and so appreciated. And, and so I've never been held by such a wonderful masculine energy that I'm free to be in my feminine. I'm free to express and to create and to just be. And I, and I am loved and accepted. Even with my crazy witchiness, I'm, I'm absolutely cherished and I've never felt safer. And there is no reason why every woman should not feel like this. Every woman should feel safe and cherished and adored and respected and valued and be given that safe container to fully be in her creative energy. That's the magic. Finding that person, that Libra relation, that, that relationship, that's Libra. Finding that relationship that nurtures your heart your soul, your body, your mind, all aspects of your being. And you, you get there by letting go of your own ego because it was my ego that kept me locked and enslaved in that relationship. It was my ego that was like, well, I'm not going to let it go because I don't know what's on the other side of, of if I let this go. I will have lost money if I let this go. Like if I, if I would have kept with that bullshit, I would be out even more money at this point in time. And I'd probably like, I don't even know, like I'd, oh, 
I, I don't, I don't even, I, I hold that woman that went through that with so much love because it took a level of the amount that I had to poison and dumb down myself to be in that position. That's painful when you have to cut away parts of yourself to be in a relationship. That's not a relationship anyone needs to be in. I had to retrieve all those parts of myself that I cut out, that I destroyed or tried to destroy because of that relationship, because I put myself in a situation where I valued my ego. I valued what other people would say and my own egoic perception more than I valued what my soul was telling me. And my soul was telling me, get the fuck out. What are you doing? Get out. And I'll, and I'll say this. If you have a, a spiritual practice that tells you that it is your karma and that if you don't change your karma with that person who is abusive, mind though, by the way, then you're just going to be in another relationship where, where you're in the same dynamic. I will tell you, run from that religion, okay? Because I mentioned I was Buddhist. One of the tenets, they, they do say, and if you go to guidance from another, you know, supposedly senior leader in faith, they will, they will sometimes say, and I, they've, had, they've said this to me, and I've heard others say this, so this is, exists. Well, if you don't transform your karma with the person you're with now, then you're going to repeat the circumstance. If a person is in a toxic relationship, that is the worst motherfucking advice you could ever give them. It is a disservice and how fucking dare you. But again, I'd, I'd indoctrinated myself into this belief system. So that's part of the reason that I didn't let go of this relationship because I'm like, whatever I have to transform, I have to transform now with this person. No, you don't. You do not need to be in a toxic relationship where you are constantly disrespected, disvalued, disavowed, financially extorted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in order to transform your karma. Fuck out of here. You don't have to do that. I disavow and I cancel clear delete that belief system from my energetic field. And I hope you do the same because you don't need anyone or anything to tell you how to be in relationship. You just need to listen to your heart. Listen to your soul. Listen to what it is inside you. Learn how to tune in and silence the bullshit. Silence the ego because it is the ego the Aries, the unrefined ego, <laughs> that will keep you enslaved and indoctrinated and subscribing to applications and programs that you know full well are not in your highest and best good. It's like, it's really like that subscription. So once you sign up for an app, you know how they, they basically sometimes, or, or gym membership, you know, they basically extort you into continuing to sign up because you have a recurring membership or whatever, and you forget that you have it. And then it's running in the background and basically making you lose all kinds of money. It's the same thing with these thoughts, <laughs> these thoughts, these programs, these limitations, these belief systems that we've bought into or been indoctrinated because of society or because of family or because of whatever education doesn't matter. All of those things 
at some point we have to look at them and be like, okay, do I want to keep that or do I want to cancel that? We're going to cancel that. And we have to go through every single one of them and decide, are we going to continue to subscribe to this current level of bullshit? Or are we going to elevate ourselves and cancel, clear, and delete that shit and start again? And we cannot be afraid to start again. Yes, it's scary. Yes, we have absolutely no idea what's on the other side or who's going to be there or if we're going to be alone forever or if, you know, if we're just going to encounter the same jackass in a different suit. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about that because the more that we can align to your heart, and this is the true, the true essence of spirituality and of any, any denomination worth its salt. And this is why I love the teachings of Mary Magdalene, the original Gnostic Christianity, because what they tell you is you need to know yourself. You need to come into communion and union with your soul. And when you are in communion and union with your soul, you are allowing the divine to flow through you because you are the divine. The divine is an aspect of you. You are a mirror of that frequency. So when we can quiet the monkey mind, the ego, allow it to to just go be in a timeout in a corner, then we can allow ourselves to be divinely guided, divinely inspired, and feel fully supported and loved and cherished. Because the divine always has our back. God, goddess, Allah, whatever we call that frequency, always has our back. We just need to tune into our heart. We just need to let go of whatever dense energy is keeping our heart closed and confining our electromagnetic field so we don't allow ourselves to receive the gifts and the blessings that are here for us. And that is what this Libra portal is all about. Really coming to your heart, healing your heart, aligning with your soul, embodying more light, and creating the space for you to hold more of your light, embody and radiate your light so you can continue to share your gifts and shine so you can give other people permission to do the same. We are all in this together. This ascension process is not easy. And a lot of us are working with a lot of stuff. And and particularly during eclipse season, everything keeps coming up. Like, bullshit just happens and drops out of the sky. Why? Because we have to look at it and we're being forced to look at it. It's particularly during a full moon. We're being forced to look at it so we can heal it, transmute it, transcend it. So don't ever think that you are locked into whatever pattern you've been living because you're not. Your soul is infinite. You have infinite co-creative power to transform whatever is going on in your life. And I will leave you with that. This is the frequencies of this new moon, I'm sorry, full moon in Aries. And I thank you so much for listening. And again, I am, while you're listening to this, I am on retreat and pilgrimage in the Magdalene um, lands, in the Cathar lands. And I'm sending you lots and lots of love and healing from there. And I can't wait to share more about the expansion that I'm sure I will have been receiving and my huskies are super excited Um, so I'm sending you lots of love thank you so much if you like this give 
this a subscribe like this give this a five star rating share it um, do all the things that show that you love this and if you have any questions as always please feel free to reach out to me the light body activation course is opening doors opening october 13th i think that we still are in the window of the special pricing so please check it out as well as the embodying creation through sound 1111 portal activation i think that's that also has a special pricing at this time um, if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me i welcome your comments and your thoughts and please check out the sound healing for this episode which is all about bringing in more light clearing out whatever needs to be cleared so we can embody and radiate more of the light of our soul thank you so much for listening ahava